Hello, welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. This is Play One Bin for February 2018. I'm Hendo and I'm joined by Ben. Hello. Hello. It's been a long time since we've been on a podcast at the same time. Were we not on the, the last one? Who was I on the last one with? You were on the Christmas one with Jim and Sly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You were on yeah. the one with Blakey, Tommy and Mark. Yep. Christmas one with the, the Game of the Year. Is what I did and for you. the game of the year one, I was technically there, but people couldn't hear me. Yeah, I was doing fart noises all the, all the way through. Yeah, for me, you were there, but you're always <laughs> you're always a part of my life. Yeah, I'm always there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is play what bin. So we're going to do what we've been playing, what we want, what we've been, blah blah blah. We're going to mix it up a little bit because there's only two of us this time. So we're going to bounce back and forth. So do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll start with the thing I like the oldest thing I've played, or the thing I played the longest ago, I guess, which was a game that Spatula put me onto. I say a game, it's a visual novel. There is a slight game element to it. Uh, right. Called Doki Doki Literature Club. Ah, yes. The plot of it is that you are a high school boy in J- in Japan, I guess. The game sort of touches on this. It's kind of what well, looks like Japan, doesn't it? I mean, we don't know it's Japan. <laughs> They have a thing over there of, of after-school clubs, apparently. Radio Floyd will know better than me, I guess. So he, he needs to join a, a club, and he's, he's not really joining one. Nothing really interests him, just playing games and watching anime or whatever. So his best friend is this girl that lives sort of two doors down or next door or whatever. So he, he she sort of says to him, look, come with me to this literature club, and sort of bullies him into it, and he goes in, and she's already told them he's joining, but he doesn't actually agree to join, but it's three... Oh, it's four pretty girls, but they're all very different. So there's right. the hyper bubbly one, which is his best friend. Then there's the ultra serious one. There's the uh, one that's academic, like she's very good across all of school. And then there's the younger one, who is um, angry and aggressive, but is actually secret, like very very cutesy, and she's into manga and all this sort of stuff. And and essentially, you're you're writing poems as you get to know them that they will like, or the one the girl that you like will like. Okay. And so you're picking words, it comes up and you, you pick words. But there's lots of story in between. So in terms of gameplay, that's kind of it. Is you're, you're picking these poems and it's very... It's sometimes easier to pick... Uh, there was a girl... One of the girls I went after was because it was easy. If the, if you weren't entirely sure what the word meant, it was for her. Right. That was the way I was sort of narrowing it down. And then stuff happens. And it sort of shifts, and so it's—I should say—it's free. It's on—it's on Steam. So just Google, uh, Google, uh, just go on Steam and search Doki Doki Literature, or just Doki Doki, and it should come up. So apparently, it's had a bit of a thing on sort of reset era and uh, RLLMUK, and possibly yeah. NeoGaf, but who cares about NeoGaf? Why well, I, I still browse it, but it's fucking. Do you know what I mean? It's like NeoGaf was famed for being like you look away from the page turn back and it's everything's changed yeah now it's like you know i come back two days later and the, like my post is still if i've posted it's still there it's still on the front page it's um it's very very slow and yeah but then i've heard some not great stuff about do you know what, i let's not start casting stones you know <laughs> yeah so it, it's had a bit of a, a bit of attention on it because of, of what it does and i I'd, i was trying to think of what i'd recommend oh sorry what i compare it to and there was um a response sent something to review called i my girls and it's something like high school comedy club or something like that similar sort right. of theme i believe that's a sequel to high school comedy club or something 
and it, it, the problem with that was it wasn't funny, but it was supposed to be. So you just got a visual novel that is not really doing anything, whereas this does, and the stuff that you sort of work out, oh, right, it's doing this, and it, it goes a bit further. So I'd, I'd maybe recommend it to people who liked uh, Year Walk. Is the game that you started to oh, okay. bring? It's not as unremittingly bleak as, as, as Year Walk. Yeah, I, I never finished that. Oh, it's fucking great. I loved Year Walk, but it's um, it does some stuff. It does some stuff with the nature of what it is, and and I mean, I don't I don't say too much about it, but it's an interesting. That's such a cop out thing to say, isn't it? Interesting, but it it is. It's at points, it's a bit of a chore to get through just because it's a lot of clicking and reading text that is neither funny or or interesting but then when it starts to do stuff and I don't know it's not that it'll stay with you or anything but I think it might be a, a touchstone for oh yeah I'll tell you what game did something like this it'll be one of those where it's yeah. um, it sort of stays with me because it's got something about it rather than it's not the cat lady or something like that but it stays with me because it you know is, is basically self-harm in video game form wow uh, seriously, if you, I had, when I started playing Cat Lady, I got about halfway through it and had to go outside for a walk, and I've just never been back to it because it's so. Oh, yeah. it's hard work that game it is. Oh man, it is. Uh, it might be the most unsettling, not scary, not horrific or anything like that. Just in the way that you don't want to watch um, uh, Requiem for a Dream twice or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's the game equivalent of that. It's just heavy, heavy stuff. It's really very, very good, though. Anyway, yeah, so that's that's Doki Doki Literature Club. Highly recommended. Yeah, well, maybe not. It's not amazing, but it's, you know, it's free. It's something different. Okay. How about yourself? Hmm, where to start? Uh, I'll go with Celeste. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a, a game of the moment for a lot of people, I think. It's on pretty much everything, I think. I've been playing the Switch version. And because of the fact that it's like very retro 2D, 16 or 32 bit style, I guess, the Switch version is not like gimped in any way. Which a lot of Switch conversions aren't, let's be honest, but it is always a, a worry. But yeah, it's made by the guy who did Towerfall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was like a one on one platforming arrow firing game yeah I was going to say fighting but it's not fighting really this is not that although it is side on and retro and it is a full platform game with a story and that's really surprising that there is a story to it and it's quite a well not that a deep story it goes some places and goes some surprising places the main thing about it though is the gameplay which is a little bit of meat boy so you go into like a single, well for most of it it's like a single room and you have to get to the other side and you'll die and then it'll restart you pretty quickly and you've got basically three moves, I think there's a dash move, jump move and uh, that might be it actually. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, the thing I did see about it was that it was quite simple mechanics, it introduces yeah. the second one. I think fairly early, but there's a point where you say, like, I don't see how I'm going to do this, and it introduces this mechanic, and it's like, oh, right, okay, now I can dash across this gap. Yeah. There's a few moments where I was like, I can't see how I'm going to get past this, because what am I missing? And then so I had a look on YouTube, it was like, oh, right, it's this technique that I didn't even realise was there. With the same move, all it means is you do, rather than press the button, you press the direction in the button. It was always there, but it's just something I completely forgot about. 
the levels do mix up. Like the environments give you extra abilities. Yeah. There's, there's like uh, blobs that will like send you flying and stuff like that, and platforms which will move when you jump on them or you touch them or when you dash in the air they'll move and stuff like that. It's really really good. As we're recording this I'm about three quarters of the way through I think. I think I'm going to finish it but there's no way I will 100% it. There is not a chance in hell. No. There's collectibles in there which are insane. There's b-sides which are like um, remixes of the levels you've already had and they'll like the one I've seen is just nuts. It's like oh I recognise that bit but that wasn't in there and yeah it's ridiculous I do really like it and I will finish it but it's fucking hard there is a running theme of the games I've got for this one that difficulty is <laughs> is an issue but we'll come back to them later so what else have you got? so I did the the oldest one I'll go with the one that I sort of uh, kind of I finished today which was the um, so Wolfenstein 2 came out last year they've done uh, they do a season pass for it or there is a season pass for it and what what they've done is it's kind of a pulp comic kind of thing like a wartime comic sort of thing I forget I can't think of any like a Dan Dare I guess or something but right. like about war and it involves three characters so you don't play as BJ in it you play as these one of three characters and they did a thing where if you pre-ordered you got episode zero but that's also part of the season pass if you didn't so they, they waited a few weeks for that unlocked and then and so what that does is it's one episode but it splits so you play as the American footballer character uh, I forget his name and then Agent Death who's like this British secret service agent and she's sort of assassin sort of thing and, and then the last guy's sort of a more traditional I think just an American soldier uh, and so you do a bit of them and it sort of sets up their story episode one is the American football guy and his, his stuff's pretty good The uh, his story's good gameplay's not bad it's more of, it's so Wolfenstein kind of has three different ways of playing it and kind of an exploration style which is the third guy in this uh, stealth and like brute force like dual wielding weapons and stuff like that and, and that's what this guy is he's charging at people and uh, you can get loads of shields and, and stuff like that and so they limit it in that sense that he can be he can have lots of shield and take a lot of damage but he can't duck or, or whatever right and so I mean he might be able to duck I'm, I just use that as an example so his was his was quite good it was quite hard at points but it was it was quite good it was quite meaty his story was good I enjoyed it Okay. The second one came out this week, and it's Agent Death, and it's like I say, it's a, or Silent Death, I think she's called, and it's a British secret agent whose um, husband was killed, who, who was also a secret agent. He was betrayed and killed, and so she then just retires to Brazil and gets drunk, and she's played by Claudia Black, who oh, okay. does yeah does a lot of stuff. Is not British. Like, no. She could do an okay British accent, but it's still just a recognisably her and b. Australian or New Zealand or wherever she's <laughs> from, so it's not bad, but it just sounds like a well enunciated Antipodean, which is is what she is. Yeah. So she's all right in it, but it's uh, it sort of it doesn't have the story there. It it feels a bit rushed, and they sort of labour on that she's an alcoholic and, and stuff without going into it. It'd be quite interesting if they went into it, but it's just her monologuing about it every now and then. But she's gameplay-wise, it's, it's quite good fun. Like I like the stealth in Wolfenstein when it lets you do it, and so hers has 
it sort of focuses on that. So lots of headshots and stuff. But it feels really short compared to the other one. So I sort of started it last night or yesterday, just as sort of a brief. Oh, I'll play a bit of Wolfenstein, yeah, I'll, you know, and realised I was halfway through it and just sort of finished it off this morning. And it's it's good, but it's not the thing I'd buy the the season pass for. It feels a bit too short. It feels like bad DLC in that that regard. But I've right. already bought the season pass, so it's you know it's my own fault, I guess. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. Both of them so far have been have been good. They've been fine. It's just hers feels a bit a bit short and it reuses areas and both of them has reused areas from the episode zero, which in some ways is fine because that sets up the story. So they've sort of done the setup in this as well. They've sort of redone it's not quite the same, it's like an expanded version of it, but it's um if you finished Wolfenstein last year and you're after more of it then there is two or three, depending on how you look at it, DLC out for it and they're fine. It's kind of more of the same, but more focused down, I guess. So, she it does play very differently from uh, the American footballer. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's good, but I, I think a lot of people will be there'll be more people who are sort of looking at Wolfenstein and being like, I will get to that at some point, rather than mm. being, oh yeah, I'm I'm ready for the DLC. I'm sure it sold well, but I suspect that's that's how these kind of games go. Bethesda games is people pick them up later on when they're cheap. Yeah. So are those characters in or referenced in the main game? No, no. They could come into a, a sequel. They're part of the the sort of it's focusing on the rebellion. So in terms of the greater rebellion, I guess if that's a big broad thing, that it depends. If if the third game, assuming there is, focuses just on BJ and the people around him, then there's maybe not room for them to be in it. But they could be. They could equally be. Um, Call back as DLC next game, or they might feature on a level you might be introduced. And if you've done the, the season pass, then you'll know who they are. And if not, then you won't. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, they, in some ways, I quite like that that they've done something different. But they did um, they remade Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which wasn't DLC, but it was fairly cheap with the last one. So I sort of was hoping they'd do something interesting again. So I actually preferred that to the the main first Wolfenstein game. When I say first Wolfenstein game, you know what I mean yeah. of the new ones. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's. I do like when people do interesting stuff with DLC rather than just go, "Here's just more levels." Um, yeah. So if they could find something to hang it off, then I'm not going to complain too much. Okay, I'm going to cheat with um, my next one. I'm going to put two together. Okay. Um, because I've been thinking about this quite a lot over the past week. <laughs> I think as of for Celeste, Celeste was very hard. Doable, but hard. And I've been playing two other games, also on the Switch, also available on pretty much everything, which are similar, but also very different. And I will never finish either of them. One is Enter the Gungeon. Oh, yeah. Which is a... I don't know if you've played it. No, but it's been around for... I might even own it in some form, like from a Humble Bundle or something. But yeah, it's been around for ages, but I don't know what it is. I don't think I've ever seen it. Or if I have it blurred into something else. It's a little bit Smash TV. Okay. It's kind of like top-down dual-stick shooter, but you uh, you press a button to fire, and you have a manual reload button. Does it have active reload and stuff? Do you get bonuses for timing it? This is the thing. It looks, it's looks. it got a, a symbol that comes up that looks like an active reload, but it, it doesn't appear to be. It's just this this line goes across, and I thought, all oh, right, maybe you can like do an active thing. No, it just shows you that you're reloading and that's it you can't make it go quicker and you have a roll button 
and yeah, there's a, uh, about four or five different characters to choose from that are. They basically have like perks, I suppose. Do you ever play Chaos Engine? I watched someone play it in school, I think. Yeah, because that similar sort of thing of there'd be a guy like essentially you're picking someone because you like their maybe their weapon, but they might not have as much health or something. Yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. I've been favouring the Marine. I think his one of his main perks is he reloads quicker. And he also, because he's got a helmet on, the first shot he doesn't lose health, he just loses his helmet. And yeah, you go in and it's like a run-based kind of thing where at some point you will die and you'll have to start all over again. It's procedurally generated. There are shops where you can buy stuff. There are chests where you find loot and guns and there is a ton of guns. There is a ton of stuff in it. It's really good fun, really hard, but I'm enjoying it. And the crucial thing is... I think it's fair. Mm. The other game I've been playing, which is related to this, is Darkest Dungeon, which is also procedurally generated, is also run-based, is not fair at all. (laughs) I really, really want to love Darkest Dungeon, but it kicks you in the nuts. So this is more of a side-on role-playing game, but it has a random number generator for fights. Yeah. And it fucking hates you. And I thought, um, Duck had the best description of it. Before I was playing it, um, he was recommending it. He said, it's like XCOM for masochists. (laughs) It really, really is. There is no save scumming it. As soon as one of the people dies, they die for good. Your game is saved. You can't go back and get them. You could build up a character, get them really, really strong, max out their levels, go into a dungeon. Every one of your shots misses. The enemies hit every single time that guy's dead and you're fucked and the really unfair thing about it is you think all right okay i get this i'm gonna go back through earlier dungeons and grind out currency with these low level guys on these low level levels yeah and grind out because you've got like a town and you spend gold and other currency to level this up so the idea is don't start all over again like i did when i first started playing it just every time you fail just grind out to build up currency to improve your town so you get better characters coming in so you're starting from higher up with a new character basically yeah yeah you get better um you you can upgrade their weapons and armor better you can do this that, and the other so I thought, okay great i'll do that no that doesn't really work at least for me because the more you do the earlier levels they themselves level up so they get a little bit harder so then you think, all right, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my higher level characters and go back to those levels because they'll just basically breeze through them. And the game goes, no, you're not doing that. All these characters, they have like a stress meter and they'll become selfish and they'll become hopeless and they'll start attacking team members and stuff and really weird stuff like that. But also one of the other things they do is if they're a high level, they look down their nose on the earlier levels and they just point blank refuse to go in. <laughs> they go, no, no, that's beneath me. I'm not going in there. So you can't even level grind that way. I tried watching some video guides on it because there's a lot of systems in there and there's a lot of things I don't understand. And I found a video that is in one hour long for beginners. And it was part one of two. <laughs> and at some point I was like, I got about 15 minutes in and my eyes were glazing over and I was like, I'm never going to get anywhere in this game. It's 
unlike uh, Enter the Gungeon, where I die a lot, and I probably will never finish it, I at least go, yeah, that was my fault, I rolled into a bullet. Whereas you could have everything going for you, you could have the right team in Darkest Dungeon, and the RNG goes, nope, fuck you. I really want to love it, I really want to recommend it, but fucking hell, it's hard. Yeah, I... So I, I have toyed with buying it quite a few times, but it's one of those things where I, I feel like I've not really got the time for it. I, I think it looks... I love the look of it. I like yeah. the tone of it. The gameplay looks fine. I mean, I'm not saying not difficult or anything. But when I hear about how difficult it is, that is when it's like, all right, okay, no, I really haven't got time for that. But then maybe that's me. Maybe I need to get over the idea that I'm going to finish everything and I just have to accept that if I bought this thing for 20 quid and I play it for a week, then was that worth 20 quid to me? Well, yeah, okay. Then great, you know. That, yeah. There you go. That's that's how I spend my money, and that's I don't have to finish everything. I don't know. I don't know. But I have this theory about early access games because this has been out on PC for over a year, I think. Yeah. And uh, it was in early access for you know until it released on on consoles, I guess. I have this theory with early access games. I've seen a, a few of them. I tend it's rare that I tend to buy them. I don't. I think early access. If we're getting into it, which we weren't, but oh well. <laughs> We are now. <laughs> uh, you're buying the worst version of the game at the most, at uh, the highest price. Yeah. And by the time it gets fixed, you will you've already played it. You're done with it. So I always think if that's fine if you do that, but you should maybe give those people something. But you're still not going to get people coming in right at the end just because they know they're going to get something extra for it anyway. And I've seen games in early access on sale on Steam for like half price <laughs> and stuff. And it just I just think it's bullshit it's a marketing term at this point yeah early access is just like it's it's out you're just not officially calling it out but it yeah. really is it's out like i can see the argument from the developer's point of view of it means we can bring money in whilst we're making the game we can get some feedback on it whilst we're making it okay fine doesn't help the consumer the player doesn't help that anyway move on from that because that's not actually what i was going to get at. <laughs> what i was going to say is what i tend to find is as i've watched stuff when i've sent stuff to review or whatever they tend to get harder as they get closer to release because the people playing it are the kind of hardcore and the people continually playing it and giving feedback are the people who play it a lot obviously and they're the hardcore and they so that a lot of their feedback will be it's fine but it's too easy won't you do this won't you do this and if the developers are looking at the stats the only people playing it the only stats are seen are these people ripping through levels and and things and and because they're so practiced at it yeah. Whereas if they just gave it a free weekend or something, they would maybe get different data from it. And I mean, I, look, I, I don't know. This is just how it feels to me from having seen a few, uh, a fair few early access games at this point. They do tend to get, particularly if the point of them is that they're difficult, they do tend to get increasingly difficult. And so come release, I, um, Darkest Dungeon isn't even, there's one that I, I can't for life remember what it is, but there's one that by the time it came out, it was near impossible and they had to patch it to reduce the, uh, the difficulty. I feel like it was sort of this time last year or something, or maybe the, the year before. Yeah. So I, I am I really, really interested in it and I toyed with the, the Switch version but knowing that I'd get it, I could get it like half the price on PC. Yeah. That's, you know, it's always the problem with the Switch and it? it's like, yeah, I can see the benefit of playing on the Switch but I'm not, well, not sure I want to commit to it to, you know, it's like I want Axiom Verge as well but yeah. I don't know. I'd say the PC is probably the ideal one because the mouse looks more intuitive than the controller. 
Yeah. Although you can play it handheld um, with touchscreen, but the buttons, the icons and stuff are really, really small. So I'd say if you have the option, then yeah, PC is the way to go. It's weird. It's not fun, but when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it and I want to learn more about it because there is a lot to learn. But fuck. (laughs) Uh, It's the second time I bought it and yeah. Oh, did you buy it on PS4 or something as well? Yeah, and then the Switch one came out and I thought, there's no reason for me to, to buy it again because I've got a perfectly good version sitting there, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it another try on another system for no apparent reason. I just got paid, so what the hell? Yeah, I think sometimes it's just... Because I'm the same with, with RPGs and that's kind of what it is. It plays not entirely yeah. dissimilar to, uh, you know, it's, it's side-on. It's usually the other side, I guess. If you know, in terms of that turn-based RPG. But yeah, there's, there's. It's the thing I always think is I probably at this point, unless I'm going to continually play an RPG, it would be better on the Switch or 3DS, but Switch, I guess, so that I could dip in and out of it and come back to it. And mm. whereas I'm not going to do that if I have to, you know, because I'll be watching something at the same time or something. You know what I mean? Like whereas with the PS4 or the PC, it's you're kind of locked on a screen. Yeah, but you know, I've coped for years. I don't know why all of a sudden it's become a problem, but but yeah, it has. So I'm it's one of those spoilt gamers now. <laughs> That's um, more or less mine done, I think. Um, so what else have you got? I'll start with Dragon Ball because it t- kind of ties into what I've just said as well in in what I'm like as a gamer now. Dragon Ball Fighters, but it's Fighters. Uh, it's like a Z or Z. Dragon Ball Z is one of the like that's. I, I'm insistent it's Zed but with that <laughs> I will accept that is what it's called or at least it's how I know it anyway but yeah so it's a cell shaded if you've seen what Guild Gear looks like it's that except Dragon Ball and it's it looks great I think it took people by surprise when it came out it looked really really good yeah. um, and it, it plays fairly well it's a bit messy and I don't know like I've not played it online and, and uh, Lee a uh, different class will know better than me I'd have thought as to what it's like as an actual fire in terms of just the the you know the standard if you like if it's got the depth there if it's got the balance there and stuff because it seems very um it's quite mashy it's one of those things where if you just keep pressing the punch button you'll do a 10 hit combo and right. you don't have to worry about switching up it just is you know uh square 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 and you just smash someone into the ground and, and stuff or you could do triangle, 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 and so on and so on. It's 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 that thing that a few fighters have, have done over the last last year or so, I guess. Um, these kind of simple simple attacks. I think Marvel, the last Marvel game, did it and was criticised quite heavily for it. That it's like you can't build a, a system around that. Yeah, I am with the people who aren't a fan of it, but it works with something like Dragon Ball because it's so flashy and stupid. Not that Marvel isn't, but I don't know, Marvel, you had your own combos and stuff, and that's why I'm not seeing at the minute of... That's why I feel like the muscle mashy element gets in the way of I'm not seeing my own combos in there. But I also don't play fighting games in that way anymore, and right. this is what I was going to say, maybe going ahead, getting ahead of myself, but I bought some fighters the other week, some old fighters, and uh, trying to play them, and they're, they're really difficult. <laughs> Just feel like... Oh yeah, but I used to play stuff like this. I used to play SNK fighting games and stuff, and I would learn how to play them, and I'd be good at them. And you know, and uh, now I'm playing 
fighting games, modern fighting games, kind of just for the story, and the story's not good <laughs> on them, but I just want to play through an arcade mode, or, you know, just mash through and have fun, and it'd be mindless, and some games are great, I've played a lot of really good fighting games over the last couple of years, but not to any sort of depth, so I've not played Guilty Gear to any sort of depth, I think it's called Love, I want to call it Love Hina Max, or something like that, it was a PS3 game, uh, it's like a crossover thing, but for stuff you've never heard of, and that, that was kind of great, and yeah, there's a, there's a few that have... Nitro Plus Blasters was really good, and the last Blast Blue game was fantastic. I did really, really good. So the thing I go for with them is, is the arcade and the story and the things. I'm not really looking to, to learn them and play online. I'd play online against a, a friend or something, but no yeah. one... I mean, beyond Lee and maybe one or two other people, no one I know is really playing them. So yeah, so I've been playing the, the story on Dragon Ball, and there's a huge amount there. There's quite a lot of content there. But the story's got this thing, and I, was, I put this in the thread where, so you're, you're going around and you're fighting clones of, of people. There's a thing that's generating clones, you know, to justify this, and you're trying to find out why everyone's weak and where these clones are coming from, and so on and so on. But there's a lot of fights, and it's quite easy early on, at least, and so you're just kind of just mashing through these things. It's giving you the tutorials as well, which is not a bad thing, but not a bad way to learn the game, but. Um, it's kind of in this fight try and do this you don't have to but you might as well because you'll get more points for it or more money I guess which will then unlock things and yeah so it sort of drags this story it just sucks a life out of this story mode which is not a really interesting story mode or anything but there is content there's cutscenes and stuff like that there's a reason to do it it's it's just there's too many of these fights and you need to level people up so you kind of have to do them as well even regardless of the the zenny the money it's sort of like I say, it sucks the energy out of it. And then the arcade mode is quite interesting how they do it, but it's yeah, it is it is what it is, I guess. But it so rather than just kind of go right, okay, it's these nine fights, and then that's the story mode done. There's different routes, and then within each each ladder or within each route, there's there's breakpoints where you can go a different way. It's essentially you need to get an S rank, an S rank, an S rank, an S rank to fully finish that that ladder. Right. If you get say an S rank, an S rank, a B rank. Then you sort of divert off and fight someone else. So you don't choose where you where you go. No, it's it's how well you do. Well, that's my right. understanding of it anyway, based on what I've played of it. But what it does show you is the game can get quite hard. There's quite a lot there, and you're not seeing it early on. And that's where the story mode could maybe be a bit better is that it it could up the difficulty a bit quicker. But I, I assume it's a length thing, and they wanted to be able to say they've got a twelve hour story mode or whatever. Which it certainly, I, I put quite a lot of time into it, but it's so easy that I'm not really learning anything. I'm just mashing through it. So going even just onto the arcade mode rather than fighting online, I'm I'm not making the step up. I'm not learning anything. So uh, or it's a, it's a big leap, and all of a sudden I'm you know I'm in a fight and I don't really know what to you know how to counter it or what to do. But it's you know it is pretty and it's 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 fast and it's uh, it feels like a, a good game. It just. It's just a shame that they've sort of fumbled a couple of parts for it, otherwise it would be a, a really, really good just single-player fighting game. Because I'm a little unsure about how good the multiplayer is, but I can imagine that if you were sat with someone in the same room playing it, and you both got it the same day, you were just playing it, you know what I mean? You you learn it together kind of thing. It'd be really, really good fun. Hmm. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's worth looking at, I think, if you like Dragon Ball. I understand that you're a scrub online. No. <laughs> no. Right. This fighting game etiquette sort of thing, like I'm not part of any fucking club or anything, Hendo. <laughs> I'll do what I want. I, I don't, I don't quit. I don't rage quit. I'll 
you know, I'll say good game to someone, I will sometimes stay on with someone. I'll do it even if I don't want to. I'll just sometimes do it because... I was a bit confused about this. Is it, The way I read it was, like, it's a best of three and people leave before the best of three is finished. But it's you don't do a rematch, is that it? It's Yeah, basically. So it's the best of three, you do that. You Or best of five or whatever the round set has. Someone wins that, someone loses it, whatever. Apparently, it's etiquette. This is news to me. <laughs> but, um, you're supposed to um, stay on and fight again, and just so if you've lost and you and you've lost badly, then you fight again. And if you you know you just rematch, basically. I'm not saying I never do it, but I don't. I don't know. If I didn't enjoy the fight, I don't really want to redo it. And that's not necessarily win or lose. It's just maybe it's just a bad clash of styles or something. I, I just move on and try and find it but depends who's playing there was a PC one that I played uh, I can't for life remember what it was called but really it was a decent fighting game and there were so few people playing it online because it was only available on consoles and it's uh, uh, sorry on, on PC and it's originally a Japanese game and it's quite old so it's the handful of people who bought it in English on PC in the West who were, were playing it plus then people who were still playing it from Japan you kind of, if you found someone at your level, you kind of had to stay fighting them for a bit because you didn't have a lot of options. Hmm. But stuff like Dragon Ball, there's enough people playing that just moving on to the next person. Same with Street Fighter, it's just, just the way I've always, I've always done it. You just go online and you just fight random, fight random, fight random. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of reviewing it, it kind of surprises me. That's why I thought that what Lee was saying was people were, were backing out, rage quitting essentially. Hmm. But like when I tried, I don't know why I did it, but when I tried Puyo Puyo Tetris online, that's that's not fun. No, yeah. Getting a Korean or Japanese person um, handing you your bottom yeah, in a really bad and quick manner, and they're like, rematch. And I was like, no, I think I'll pass, thanks. Yeah. So I used to play um, Zookeeper Battle online, which is fucking great. It's a really good, I love Zookeeper. And uh, yeah, I, I play it on my commute on the way in, and it just just people doing things that they're either cheating or you have you've not seen ten percent of that game. Do you know what I mean like you're not? They're like the, seeing the Matrix or something, and <laughs> and you're just uh, kind of go, oh, I, just, I like bananas, so I just like, <laughs> it. Yeah, it just was. You'd start off all right, and then all of a sudden you just get annihilated, and it was yeah, uh, yeah. It just was um, yeah. It wasn't a lot of fun. But it was, I always used to go on, on my commute. I had enough time just to go, oh, I'll just play. I, it was like credit-based, so every day you get a couple of goes online. So I just was like, all right, well, I've got 10 minutes on the on the tram or whatever. But yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, like Maybe it's a, a bad thing to do. I, I don't know. It's just what I've always I've always been like. The, the one time I did it in public once and got a bit of a funny look for doing it. And it was at the um, it was at Play Expo a few years back. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way I tell it is this guy was like the world's greatest Persona 4 arena player <laughs> and uh, he, I, I just humiliated him and I just you know <laughs> had all the skills but I didn't really want to play it I'd only I'd played it against um, Spatula and then he got up I was getting a get up this guy sat straight down and I was like well I can't just get up now he's you know but yeah so I played him and he had it. I think he had his own arcade stick with him, but I'm, that might be what I just started telling people. I can't remember if that's the <laughs> truth or not, or whether it just builds up the you know the persona of this guy. But yeah, the yeah I I won and so I went, oh good game sort of thing. Smiled, gave him the thumbs up, wandered off, 
And he looked at me a bit like, where the fuck are you going? And now I know <laughs> that that was Lee in disguise. Yeah. I just kind of go, I can't believe he's done this. This is the worst thing anyone's ever done. Uh, I think that that would, that would make me not want to play someone if they brought their own arcade singer. You know what? Uh, I'll pass. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. It's like, I just got incredibly lucky. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> I don't want you angry with your arcade. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I might have just added that. I might have just That might have just been one of those one of those things you just say enough that it becomes the truth. Yeah. So, um, is the uh, final game... Uh, uh, have you been hunting monsters? I have, yeah. Not maybe in the way that people might expect. But I have been cutting off tails as well. <laughs> Granted from little tiny lizards rather than big giant ones. I, I'm not going to have a go at Monster Hunter because it's not for me. But what I've always said is that I could see the point of it. Or the bit where I could see, I could sort of see the hook is mm. once you're 20 hours in and you're invested in it, that's when you start reaping the benefits of it, I think. In the same way, maybe Skyrim. If you just look at the gameplay of Skyrim, it's not particularly great. But if you've spent 20 hours with it or 30 hours with it, all of a sudden it's really good and it's your character and even though it's not particularly the armor and stuff isn't particularly unique but you're starting to um, you've lived in the world a bit and I think maybe more on a gameplay level I sort of see that as the appeal of Monster Hunter I just can't get to that point with it unfortunately I've watched that and uh, had the same thing with um, Sea of Thieves just thinking there must be something to this that I'm not that doesn't come across in videos that you'll get the people playing it again because it looks very very one note and mm. I'm not sure what I'm not there must be something else because these people playing it are kind of raving about it but I'm not looking at it and I'm, I'm looking at it, it seems boring but again I think it's because you've not got that investment to it I think yeah I don't know people people I'm sure like I say I'm not criticising the game I've not um, you know I've only played one of them and I, I tried but it just wasn't for me but had I stuck with it if it was maybe the only thing the only game that I had for a month or something and had to sit and play it then maybe it would have and I'd have eventually seen it and got there maybe it is a sort of an acquired taste so yeah so no I, I, I've been playing um, Shadow of the Colossus and I I rate Shadow of the Colossus as one of the greatest games ever made you do um, I, I, are we in agreement or I would love to agree with you, however, by experience of Shadow of Colossus, because you're playing the new one, the, new, the remake. Yeah. My experience is playing the original on the PS2, and I never get hit up on frame rate stuff, but that really drove me insane. The frame yeah. rate on that is terrible. So I got about two Colossus, Colossi in and went, yeah, I can see the appeal, but I'm, I can't carry on playing this. I remember being on an old forum back in the day, the one we were all on and mm. uh, there was people in there adamant that the frame rate was perfectly smooth, never wow. dropped frames and just being wow. like, no <laughs> yeah, I played it, so I played it on the PS2 I played the PS3 redo of it as well, and now obviously playing this one, which is a, a remake, like an actual remake rather than um, like the uh, the PS3 one, which is kind of an up res yeah, it looks impressive that they've remade this from scratch. Yeah, it, it looks... I mean, it really does look fantastic. There's stuff that sort of takes away from it a bit, but it's a bit Digital Foundry, this, but it's... Um, you see the detail pop in. I mean, you see this anyway, and because it's big open planes, and you'll see this in every console game uh, if you were to remove stuff out of the way, the, the stuff like tufts of grass and stuff, They, particularly if you're on aggro running at pace, you'll see them come in 
quite close to you and you'll see the details that pop in so it looks very flat out in the distance the way to hide that is to have stuff in the way like trees and things but you know big open places it's it's difficult to do that doesn't take away from the game necessarily but it is one of those when it looks so good everywhere else all the little things like the camera not being fixed and oh maybe it's deliberate but the camera not being particularly great and it's sort of if it wants to look at something you really struggle to to fight it um even if you don't need to be looking at it there are a few things they could do a little better i guess but it, it looks you know it looks brilliant it runs well i've got a pro and i'm running it in the resolution mode or cinematic mode I think it's called and ordinarily I'd be all about the you know no no it's more about the frames you know I need a 60 <laughs> frames responsiveness but I don't particularly because of um, how it used to run and Last Guardian neither of which have particularly great frame rates it still feels like running it even just locked at 30 is a huge improvement yeah um, so because I think I don't know if Nag's still playing it uh, by the time this goes up, he, you know, I'll, I'll have my answer, I guess. But I know Blakey's finished it, and don't think he played it before, and uh, he's not particularly enamoured with it. There does seem to be a bit of a trend. If I think a game's brilliant, me and Blakey seem to agree <laughs> on a lot of stuff. But if I think something's really, really good, you can guarantee he's getting a seven or a six, which for him is like a two. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's as simple as you had to play it in the day. I think it's just. Because I remember my uh, friend of mine playing it, and he didn't play a lot of games, and he, he loved it. Him and his missus both loved it. Like he's he's asked to borrow this off me when I'm done with it, and it's not as simple as I wouldn't have thought he would have enjoyed it. I just expected the kind of the same way I don't I wouldn't expect everyone to like. Everybody's gone to the Rapture or or something like that, you know, uh, mm. Dear Esther or something. There's certain people you wouldn't expect to like it. Yet yeah, people did. Like it did really really well, and pe- it's you know people loved it. But there was always gameplay problems. There's not a lot to it, and there's a lot of downtime, and it's a lot of faffing about trying to find the entrance to. I mean, the bit I stopped playing so we could record this. I'm trying to find an entrance to a colossi that I cannot find, and I remember I couldn't find it in the day either. Like the first time I played it, I remember having so knowing. Okay, it's not where you think it is. It's somewhere else. I just can't remember whereabouts the entrance is. What I was going to say is I've got the kind of duality of it. Of So I, the first three Colossi I, I did, it took me less than an hour to do three of them, and one of them I, I've kept fucking up royally. Because I knew exactly, as soon as I got to them, I knew exactly how to trigger the thing, how to beat them. Uh, same with the, the fourth and fifth, I think. The sixth one I had a bit of an issue with. Or the seventh one, I guess. The one I just, I just beat, I had a bit of an issue with. Trying to grab hold of it. Trying to work out how to do that. And how to stay on it. And now, as soon as once I'd done it, I was like, I got to the point where I didn't need to know it anymore. It just sort of went, oh yeah, I understand now. I need to hide behind that, and that will, yeah, okay. So remembering so much of it because I've played through it twice is kind of a detriment to it. I'm not like half the game is working out, and well, not half the game, but that was part of it. The reward, the difficulty, it, it like some of them are very, very easy. Once you're on them, you just climb into the the weak point and stabbing them. Yeah. But getting them to, you know, working it out and, and tricking them to do something and, and things, that was the, the bit, that was the effort. So knowing exactly where they are and exactly how to trigger that thing to beat them and where exactly where the, the emblems are. Hmm. All that I, I kind of just know. Yeah, it's... So I feel like that's taken away from the game a bit. But it also comes back to... 
what I was saying before of what kind of gamer I am now is is I don't have time for difficult games. If like Celeste, I just I, I'm not going to play that. I didn't like Super Meat Boy, but I'm just but I used to play Resident Silvergun and Ikaruga and things like that all the time. And Metal Slug, one of my favourite games. Well, might actually be my favourite game of all time. And I liked difficult games back when I was you know 16 to 22 or whatever. But I feel like I've lost that and any sort of anything that seems like a lot of work or or a bit of a faff. So something like um, uh, Dark Souls, the main thing that's put me off is having to redo stuff that I've already done. Mm. It's not so much difficulty, it's just that bit. It's a lost progress. It's the same with a lot of roguelikes. And that. It's not I don't like the gameplay. It's the, as soon as I die, that's it. I'm like, right, well, fuck this. And not because I've died, but because I have to start again and do the same stuff. So anything that then sort of isn't just a natural flow, like a any sort of obstruction. I feel like my patience for it is gone, and I don't know why. And I, it feels like something's only happened in the last year or so. And I didn't think I'd ever get to that point, and it's sort of annoying me that I have. And the thought of oh right, I've fallen off this colossus, or oh I can't remember how to get to this bit. That that is annoyed me. It's not annoyed me, but my patience. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, that. It's such a shame that that's like that. And I wonder if maybe that's it's not that you had to be there it's not that it's of its time it's that people have changed the way people play games has changed and maybe that's why some people aren't enjoying it as much as they maybe would have done five years ago not even when yeah. it came out just five years ago or possibly it's just a case because of the tone of it and what it is about and because it is a game that's about something maybe there's just more games like that now and and you have to be in that mindset now whereas back then it was like no there's nothing tonally like this nothing at all whereas now you've had journey and maybe that's people's touchstone for this yeah i remember when it came out that it was like all oh, right it's like zelda you're on a horse and stuff i was like no it's not like zelda at all yeah but just i've always thought it'll make a great film as well and, and just things it's so uh desolate and i don't i mean i don't really want to it's so old now maybe it's not the end of the world if I just go into what it's about, but so feel free to cut this if you if you want. But <laughs> hello, this is your friendly spoiler warning. If you are sensitive to having the story spoiled for you on Shadow of the Colossus, then please skip to forty-eight minutes and eight seconds. Thank you. It's playing with the idea of it's a video game, so you are the hero and you're fighting the monsters, and that's all you need. That's Mario. That's Zelda, that's everything. Bioshock. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, so Bioshock obviously does this a bit as well. But actually, you're like, you literally turn into a monster at the end of the game. You are the monster. These creatures are doing nothing. In fact, they're actually doing a good thing. You just never question it because you've got your own selfish interest of trying to save the girl. And that's the, like, it's, it's like I say, it's Zelda, it's Mario. It's, it's that trope. It's that same motivation that every video game not every video game but a lot of video games have but it's just inverts it and goes well actually no you're a piece of shit for doing this mm. and not because these things have got personality and they're not causing any harm but because you are unleashing something worse than this and you've not questioned it or you did you knew exactly what you were doing because you came here with the magic sword you knew what you needed you'd done the research you just don't care because you want to save your, your girlfriend and that you know that's kind of what the, the game is about and like I say just seeing something that was so quiet and sedate I guess for an action game was 
there, there was nothing like it, and there's very few things like it since, really, in some in the big console space. There's obviously a few things, I guess, like Rhyme, maybe, and yeah, there's, there's a few others. End of spoiler warning. Thank you. So I'm not, in some ways, I'm not surprised people aren't enjoying it as much as maybe could. I still think it's a fantastic game, but at the same time, it's completely undermined by there's no challenge for it. And when mm. there is challenge, it's because it's awkward rather than because I haven't worked it out. And that's, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, the gameplay, the challenge was all about solving the problem. Whereas now it's the, um, or the camera got in the way, or, uh, you know, it didn't it turned around a bit weird or, or something. It's on a script, this Colossus, it's doing the same thing. I need it to do something else. I need to find out how to break the script because it's locked into this thing. In the same way um, the cat thing did in um, Last Guardian, uh, I think Trico it's called. Yeah. That would have its behavior locked, and sometimes you need to just do something to to lock it out of it. So it's, yeah, it's in some ways made me appreciate Last Guardian a bit more because it, that does feel like the evolution. At the same time, I still would say that Shadow of Colossus is the, the better game, or for me, it, it's it's the better game, um, which we'll get on to because I want to talk about nostalgia as well in a bit. So, uh, yeah, okay. I think that's. That's it. I mean, it's it's fairly cheap. It's um, if you've played it before, it's it's playing a game that you you probably already know if you like. If you haven't played it since the PS2, then you're probably not going to be disappointed with it. You know, why not indulge a bit of nostalgia? As you say, it's fairly cheap, but I probably will get it on a sale. Yeah, because I've got Kiwami, uh, Yakuza, Yakuza, yeah. Yakuza. Uh, well, whatever. I always say Yakuza. I've got that to to actually go back to. But yeah, we're, we're doing want. I've also got Dark Souls Remaster to uh, get through when that comes out, which I really want, and I'm not entirely sure which system to buy it on. I guess that might have the same thing I was talking about, because you played a lot of Dark Souls, right? Yeah. And obviously the frame rate and things were a problem. If that's all fixed, and you know how to play through that game, you've played it so much that you know exactly how to do it, then how, how do you pitch that game? How do you rebalance it, or do you rebalance it? Yeah, there's there's a notorious section in the original Dark Souls that I never got to. This is the thing that I am. Um, this is the only Souls game that I haven't finished. No, that's not true. I, di- I didn't finish uh, Demon Souls. Yeah, but you'll get something from this, I guess, because like you say you yeah. you haven't finished it. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones like oh, I want to I want to go back to it, but am I really asked about setting my 360 up again? No, I really want to. I'm definitely going to buy it. It's just, do I go? for 60 frames a second on PS4 when I don't really care about frame rate and it's 30 frames on Switch as long as it's consistent I think it doesn't really matter there is obviously a Switch tax which which, yeah. is, a, which is a bit upsetting yeah I really want that and Yakuza 6 is coming out fairly soon but I'd really want to finish Kiwami as well Although the bit I played of it, I haven't enjoyed as much as Zero. No, it's um, I like Yakuza One, and I thought Kwame was all right. It's nowhere near as good just because it's not as much fun. Yeah. Just tonally, it's not it's not the fun game that that Zero is. It's it, it's still it's fine. It's just maybe they should release the other way around. Um, yeah. But because I feel like Six is tonally going to be the kind of nonsense Zero is. You know the interest people had in it. I always th- suspected it might be like, "Oh, you can- oh yeah, Yakuza games are great," and then they go and play this really dry one where it was, you know, hadn't found its feet. Yeah, I thought it might just sort of pop a few people's bubbles, but people don't seem to be 
going, oh, actually, Yakuza's shit, that Zero was just the one good one. It didn't seem to have had that effect, but I'd, I'd say people could... Uh, it's, if you're trying to play three or four, as it's going to be in the space of a year or so, I feel like you could miss Kiwami. Yeah, yeah. Those those are the stuff I want in the immediate future. How about you? Yeah, Yakuza. I think's been delayed. So April. Yeah. So it was it was a bit sooner. Nino Kuni. I mean, I really really liked the original. I must have been unemployed at the time. Or I had a week off, so I just did nothing but play it for for a week when it came out. And people criticize it and I, I, I don't think it deserves most of the criticism I feel like it just because it was popular and how it looked it, it sort of came in for more flack than it deserved I thought the combat was was fine yeah I'm struggling to think I should have looked at, at what's coming out the one I, I was thinking about was um, the Fist of the North style game by the Yakuza people oh yeah I forgot that existed yeah um, I've not seen much of it recently but I think that looks great there's uh, an SNK fighting game that Gal... I don't think it's called Gal Fighters. I forget what it's called. I'll have a look in a second. Is that the pervy one? It's, yeah, it sort of looks terrible. <laughs> I don't know. It's a shame. SNK Harrow's Tag Team Frenzy. I hope it gets there, but I'm not convinced. Yeah, I don't know. There's not, there's not a huge... I'm sure there's stuff coming that I'll all of a sudden just go, oh, yeah, that. But there's not a lot of them, which is fine, because it's taken me so long to get through anything. Yeah, there's uh, the World Ends With You remake, I guess, but I, again, I don't know if I want to play through that again. I think it's a fantastic, fantastic game. One of the, one of my favourite ever games, but I don't necessarily want to put the effort into uh, to redo it all again. I'm sure it still holds up, actually, but um, I feel like there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, Detective Pikachu. I kind of oh, want right. to get the giant amiibo for it, even though I, I don't like amiibo. I've barely ever used them when I've bought them, because, you know, why are you using them for? But but yeah, it looks kind of great. Okay, so on to the bin section. What have you got? So I went to um, a, uh, a gaming market in, in Leeds. and right. um, retro gaming market. And my housemate was going, so I was like, yeah, look, next time you go to something like that, I'll, I'll come along. Yeah, so I bought a, I wanted a Mega Drive. Mine, I can't find mine, and my housemate is adamant that when we moved out of the last house, there was stuff kept in the basement and it was quite damp and stuff and this box had just got soaked somehow and, and ruined and it had an old Xbox in it, a GameCube and my Mega Drive I feel like that's not right I feel like I wouldn't have binned this stuff I maybe wouldn't have kept it, I would have put it in my parents house or something, but I don't feel, I might have binned the old Xbox but I wouldn't have binned a GameCube and uh, a Mega Drive without testing them and that's not a dig at the Xbox or anything I just mean it's a huge thing with Very, I only had like four games for it I don't know, but anyway, I can't find a Meg Drive or my Meg Drive, so I, I, I had the itch to, to buy one, and one of those things that's more expensive to buy online because of postage, so I was, you know, I'll go and buy one in person. I, I got 100 quid out, it turned out I already had some money in my wallet anyway, and, but I was like, well, I'll need like 30 quid for the Mega Drive, and I'll pick up a few things. The, uh, I, 30, the Mega Drive was 30 quid, the Mega Drive 2, but that was like some freak cheap deal, because all the other ones, in much worse condition, were like 35 40 45 50 and the box ones were costing loads it was it was weird it was an expensive place but i went around and i was just buying stuff and i was buying stuff based on nostalgia and i picked something up that i thought was strider uh turns out it's last blade last blade is known for being shit and the rebranding <laughs> of fist enough star it's a terrible terrible game but then i wanted to buy strider so i had to buy strider and i had to find that and spent like a tenner on it but uh turtles tournament fighters i was like yeah i like that it was a good game that was a tenner I forget what else I bought. The Batman 
Returns game that I thought was the SNES one, and it's a completely different game. That's terrible. And so that's kind of what I want to bin. I like nostalgia, and I like indulging in nostalgia, and there's things where I will always think of Shadow of the Colossus, no matter any issues I have with it now, the world ends with you, and so and so and so and so. They'll always be great games, because that's what they were when I played them. And yeah. I'm fine to just lock them away as that, even if I then accept like a, a double speak, a duality of I know this doesn't hold up, but it was a great game, so it's a great game. Shenmue, I you know, whatever the problems with it, it's a great <laughs> game. So then playing these things and spending decent money on some of them and then being fucking shit. But kind of wanting to indulge it. I've got the itch to go and buy this and this and this and looking at it and it's so some of it's so expensive. But this market where I was talking to the guys who you know on some of the stalls and stuff, there's a particular woman I was talking to, she's basically just saying, Look, I've got more stuff than this, but I'm only gonna bring the stuff that's gonna sell. There's no point in me bringing everything I've got. Yeah. So I've got a million copies of whatever, but no one wants it. That's why I've got a million copies of it. So I'm only going to bring this thing. You just happen to want that thing because you're new to this, whereas everyone else here is, you know, after that rare collectible thing. So I guess that's what I want to bin is um, the downside of nostalgia. And, you know, it's sometimes best just to leave things in the past. But having that, that itch and it being an expensive itch sometimes is, uh, you know... Yeah, there's a lot of uh, let's put it this way: the like five games I've actually tried playing from that stuff that I bought, and I maybe bought ten. None of them are games that I want to keep playing. <laughs> Which is again, some of them were um, so World Heroes Perfect. That's just hard and Marvel, which I'd have to learn. Marvel Superheroes, and yeah, I can't really be asked. So it was regrettable, but you know, I had a really good day. <laughs> but it yeah. was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I again, it, it was uh, maybe a uh, bringing me down to earth with it a little bit. Write yourself. Is there anything you want to bin other than possibly me talking too much during <laughs> this podcast? Uh, and I was just thinking Skype, to be honest. Yeah, let's bin the new version of Skype. Let's go back to the old version. Yep. Well, Microsoft have bin the old version by the look of it. Yeah, probably nothing I could talk about in great detail because it's like work stuff, like company politics. Yeah, I, could, I did toy with having that as my section as well. A few things from from work. Yeah, because I I don't mention where I work, so that and like no one is ever going to listen to this anyway. But um, let's say the head of the quality department being more concerned with a small puddle of water on the floor than how good the quality is. Mm. Yeah, stuff like that. That's a bit depressing. Other than that, I don't think. I've got any particular bins? Yeah, maybe in, when this goes up, there'll be another gaming storm, and we've not mentioned it, so... Yeah. I'm going to say there's another uh, Star Wars upset, or something, or Destiny's done something else. Yeah. Bin those. Yeah, the day after this goes up, <laughs> yeah. it'll be uh, something ridiculous. Um, yeah, so that that's us for this month. Something will go up next month. I don't know who with... I haven't got anything in place. It's not necessarily going to be me hosting it either. Like if anyone wants to host it, they're quite welcome to. But there should be some voices talking about stuff next month. So yeah, I've been Hendo and that's all from me. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been Ben and uh, I guess, I mean, I can carry on if you want, but although <laughs> I think we should probably just end it. Yeah, 